0: I think every business owner really wants to maintain certain boundaries. It's just the matter of actually doing it. And when nobody is holding you accountable to that, it it's easy to dismiss yourself, right? We're the first person that we'll put at the end of the line. Um, so having somebody like me to say, you know, okay, those are the boundaries you want to hold. Great. We're going to, I'm going to write them down. We're going to integrate those into our onboarding process with clients. So they know upfront, we're going to remind them of those boundaries. And I'm going to remind you when I see you breaking those boundaries. (laughs) So those are, you know, it's just that accountability is honestly like what's going to keep you um, in line. And once you have somebody, you know, like me, who's working in the backside and really understanding how your business is flowing, um, you know, I'm here to uh suggest boundaries and <laughs> see if <laughs> you <accurate>. want <laughs> see if you want to put those in place or what's the plan to get it there. You, you know, so you can't go from zero to a hundred, but all right, what's step one if you want to stop working weekends or stop working 60 hours a week? You know, how do we slowly bring this back to what um work life balance?
1: You're listening to the Captain Coder Podcast. Each week, I take you through actionable strategies that can help you grow your online business. I'm your host, Marisa Skyver, aka Captain Coder. Welcome everybody. This is my first episode with a special guest. Um, if you guys are not familiar with my Instagram at all, you have need to jump over there. It's at Captain Coder. You'll see me brag about my guest today quite a lot because she has changed my own business around quite a lot in just what three months, yeah. four months that we've been working together. Um so I want to introduce you guys to Erin from Luname Strategies. Erin, thank you so much for joining me today and being here. Thank you so much for having me on. This is exciting. Well <laughs> hopefully hopefully it's fun and please don't mind you guys can't see but like I fidget while I talk so hopefully I don't distract you as I <laughs> as I fidget um, so Erin tell us just a little bit about you what you do who you help
0: sure yeah um, like you said I I own luname strategy and systems design I am an OBM for web designers so what that means is really I'm I'm coming behind the scenes and helping them strategize helping them set up systems, put in processes, all the behind-the-scenes action. Um, and I've been that doing none that none of us for, like to do. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it. I geek out on it. But uh, yeah, I've been doing this for a couple of years, specifically working with web designers for just, just this year in this OBM role. But from a project management perspective, I've got, I don't know, 14,
1: 15 years now. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, a long, I mean, and it makes sense because in the last couple months that we've been working together, it's, you're able to read my mind is what it feels like sometimes. Obviously not every single time, but I definitely <laughs> right. throw you for loop at least a few times. <laughs> Um, but no. And can you explain what OBM stands for? Because when I've told people before about you, they've asked that question. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. It stands for online business manager. And really it's just the online spaces version of a project manager or CEO, depending on
1: what you're doing for the business. Sure. Perfect. Thank you so much. So can you tell me just a little bit, and you guys will have to forgive me. This is the first time I've interviewed somebody in, like, Two years. Um, so I'm a little out of practice. Um, but what would you say, like, why do business owners need your help? Why do they need the processes, the backend pieces that you're, that you're coming in to help them with?
0: Sure. Well, usually I'm working with, you know, web designers who are really good at what they do. They make their clients happy, but they don't, want or love to do the stuff on the back end, right? Like their passion is in development and design um, in that client experience. Um, And so from my end, I'm just helping them elevate that because once you have good systems and processes in place, uh, your client experience is going to be better. They're going to see it more streamlined. They're going to understand what's happening, what the timeline is. You're going to have better communication in line, And just take a little bit of stress off the web designer, developer, um, just because I'm handling the tech and the setup and all of that behind the scenes.
1: Yeah, 100%. I mean, even (laughs) it's been really nice as we've been working together to be like, hey, I had this idea Mm -hmm. and have somebody, I mean, and not just take the processes part out of it, but having that second person to just go, okay, this is how you actually execute that idea. And it actually happens instead of just being an idea that I had while I was walking back and totally forgot about two weeks later.
0: Right. I mean, and that's, and that's common, like the business owners in um, they're, they're big visionaries, right. Big idea people. And it, doesn't sound fun to them to then sit down and be like, what are all the tiny little steps that I need to do to actually reach that goal or idea or vision? So that no. is why I'm here to start saying to get excited with you, but also say, okay, like what does that mean? And let me start like documenting all the steps and pieces, um, and talk through that with you. And really, that's what I do. It doesn't sound, I don't know, exciting, but that's really where the impact is with all of the business owners that I work with. Um, systems and tech sound exciting, but it's that strategy piece of sitting down and just talking through ideas and, and dreams where you want to go and actually putting the pieces in place that make the big impact.
1: Well, what would you say would happen if business owners like didn't have those processes? They didn't have you there to help them out? Uh, Well, usually you stagnate.
0: Like, I mean, you're gonna, you're gonna have those ideas, but if you don't, Put the pieces together; it's never going to come to life like you envision. Um, you're probably going to end up feeling overwhelmed because you are the only one there doing it all, and um, the client experience is going to suffer um, in one way or another. Just because it's it's if you're not putting all the little pieces in the back end together to make them feel like completely, you know, white glove experience, like. It's it's just not going to happen without that back end side.
1: Sure. Yeah. Well, and even let's talk a little bit about how that helps any employees or VAs or contractors that you have. So, you know, in my business, I have Nicole, my junior developer, who is a contractor. Um, I don't know if you two have ever talked privately about how much better she probably feels since you came on. No, <laughs> I am. I am almost positive she was nervous because I said, hey, I'm hiring this person to help schedule things. And she was kind of like, um change because she (laughs) and I are very similar um but like I can tell you just from my perspective as as a business owner like I feel like it's really helped that employee and boss dynamic where you know I'm thinking through things quicker and I'm not like you know surprising her with projects at the last minute and (laughs) Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff. So, what, how, how have you seen that with your other clients and helping their, their relationships even with their contractors internally?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, it helps you plan on both sides for the contractor and for the owner is really thinking through. You know, what is something that I can take off my plate? And many times that's as simple as running through a to do list and saying, like, can't Nicole do that or, you know, can't whoever do that? Um, You know, and me asking those questions, because sometimes, you know, you're just in a rhythm and you're like, well, I'm the one doing it. So I'll do it again um, rather than off um, offloading that work. And, and as far as processes go, when everybody on the team is on the same page, they understand what's going on. That's going to help them read your mind, so to speak, you know, understand like what your thought processes were going into how you manage client work. And so they're going to deliver a better service or product for you because of that.
1: Yeah. Oh, 100%. 100%. Because, I mean, and that's the other thing, too, I think that we forget as business owners. And, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, when you're dealing with somebody who, like, I, I hired Nicole to basically be an extension of myself. Um, You know, she's not providing a service that I can't do myself. And I think that's probably pretty common with a lot of other solopreneurs. That's a yeah. That's the first person you bring on, right? Is somebody right. that you understand and can train and teach them how you, how you do what you do. Mm-hmm. But then it becomes really difficult to like explain, okay, this is how I do it to make it easier for them. Or, or even like, oh yeah, I have that person there and I can utilize that person. Right. Using them to their
0: fullest potential and, and them understanding your why behind what you're doing rather than just here's the task. This is what I want you to do. Right. Like they understand, oh, there's a reason behind why we're doing it this way.
1: Right. Well, and um, my, so my coach, Pete Perry and, and Troy Dean over at Agency Mavericks, they talk a lot about, um, you know, assign the outcome, assign mm-hmm. the why, like don't mm-hmm. assign the tasks and everything else. And I, and I struggle with that too, because um, I think I literally told Pete last week, I was like, yes, but I know the ha- I know the tasks. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, that doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> it doesn't yeah, matter if you yeah. know the task. He's like, just assign the outcome and let her get there the way that she wants to get there. And so when you have somebody who's got that opinion, like, how do you feel about that where you're not where the contractor might be creating some of those processes? How would you handle that kind of? Oh, that's great. Results?
0: That's great. I think that comes um, with time, because there's got to be some trust there as you as the owner, but, um, but honestly, it's ideal. I know, I don't think we've gone through this exercise, but with other clients, I've gone through a, you know, title the task and then in the description say what done means to you. And it's very similar to what you're talking about, right? What would the result be? How would you feel like, you know, this means it's been accomplished. And then The how you get there is up to you. Um, And oftentimes I'll see business owners actually utilize that with, you know, employees they trust and say, hey, while you're doing this, record yourself. I'd love to like, this is the first start of an SOP for our business is I'm going to see how you ran through this and how you got to the end result. And it's probably going to open my eyes to maybe some different, different ways of doing things or better or worse, you know, come together and have a, a process that we both can work with.
1: Right, right. Well, and that's the thing, like, um, we don't need to get like too, um, (laughs) what's the word here? Transparent with my business here. (laughs) Um, we've made some big changes over the last, like Aaron came in and what happened was, I think I had planned to do some of those things. Although I don't know if I would ever thought to assign that done in the outcome, honestly, until somebody else told me that that's what I could do. Um, But when Aaron came in, I was like, oh, I have this capacity now. And now I have all this creativity that's bursting forth because all of a sudden I'm not bogged down in the minutia. Um, And so, you know, I've totally changed some scopes of my business. (laughs) I've added new services. You know, we're trying to tweak things and change things. And so, like, where Aaron's talking about, oh, yeah, we haven't done that yet. That's my fault. Because I'm (laughs) like, oh, yeah, here's the goal line. And then we're going to go over here now. And then we're now we're going to go over here, um, which she's very good at rolling me, roping me in and saying, "Okay, but does that make (laughs) sense? Which is great. And I need to like we went through and did our goals a few weeks ago, which that was the other thing that was really great about working with you was setting those goals Mm -hmm. and taking taking a minute to go, "Okay, where do I actually want to be at the end of this year? I need to print those out Um, (laughs) so I remember what I said because I I I struggle with that a lot. And what's going to happen after this podcast? I will guarantee you that Erin is going to email me and say print this because that's just who she is. We'll be on team meetings and she'll be fixing things as I say things, and she's like, "Okay, there you go." It's a sign. I'm like, "Yep." Nicole, just kidding. (laughs) It's fixed. But uh, you know, let's talk more about like the relief, the creative freedom um, that I like, and I've I've gotten, I've had some overwhelmed moments. I've talked about that recently on Instagram. I mean it happens. Um, but how how do you help your customers create those boundaries? Like how do these processes cre- give them that freedom more than they had before? I think every business owner
0: really wants to maintain certain boundaries. It's just the matter of actually doing it, and when nobody is holding you accountable to that. It, it's easy to dismiss yourself, right? We're the first person that we'll put at the end of the line. Um, so having somebody like me to say, you know, okay, those are the boundaries you want to hold. Great. We're gonna, I'm going to write them down. We're going to integrate those into our onboarding process with clients. So they know upfront, we're going to remind them of those boundaries. And I'm going to remind you when I see you breaking those boundaries. (laughs) So those are, you know, it's just that accountability is honestly like what's going to keep you, um, in line. And once you have somebody, you know, like me, who's working in the backside and really understanding how your business is flowing, um, you know, I'm here to uh, suggest boundaries and <laughs> see, if <laughs> <you accurate>. want <laughs> see if you want to put those in place or what's the plan to get it there. You, you know, so you can't go from zero to a hundred, but all right, what's step one if right. you want to stop working weekends or stop working 60 hours a week? You know, how do we slowly bring this back to what um, work-life balance
1: you want? Well, and how can somebody do that if they don't have an errand or as I affectionately call her, on to everybody, my second brain. Um, <laughs> <laughs> how how does somebody do that on their own? How do they take the steps to start getting those boundaries in place?
0: Uh, I think writing them down and putting them up. A visual reminder to yourself is a great, along with why you want to put those boundaries in place, right? The tie between the actual boundary and why you want to do that. Is it to spend more time with your family? Is it to, you know, travel more? Whatever it is, have that why associated to the boundary and then um, start communicating those to clients you know, I think that's usually where boundaries come into play, right. Is with the client relationship. Yeah. So oh, yeah. talking about those upfront having that conversation with clients that are maybe have been with you for a while and it will be an adjustment saying, Hey, this is the new process or this is what we're going to do. And this is why it's good for you. Right. There's always going to be a reason why it's good for the client too. And so giving them that why, um, yeah. oh, but those yeah. are the first, first steps for sure. Um,
1: well, and like you know, like I I erected my my boundary on April first, so I gave people about two weeks notice. I just put it in my email signature, and you know, and I even remember when Erin complimented me on it. She's like, "Good job!" I was like, Thank you. <laughs> I like gold stars. Okay, yep. <laughs> I was always the teacher pet. Um, but that was the thing. Like, I just communicated to my clients through my email signature, like, "Hey, I'm noon on Fridays. I'm done." I'm available, like by phone, if something happen- crazy happens. Like web design, as you know, when you, especially when you manage people's websites and they're, like, it's it's their online presence. Mm-hmm. Things happen, not not at a you know nice time. I had a website go down actually this last Saturday night at uh, 7 p.m. I got a notification from, thankfully, from the server company. I was able to get it rectified within 30 minutes. The client, I don't think even know that it went down. Um, But you know, it's a 24/7 on-call type of job, which, knock on wood, doesn't that doesn't happen very often because I I trust WP Engine, and this was not a WP Engine site. Um, But you know, it does happen, and so having some boundaries with my clients, like okay, you can't like I'm not going to respond to emails on Friday afternoons Mm -hmm. unless it's an absolute emergency. And I have had nobody get upset about it. I honestly thought I would because I've had people email me on Friday afternoons, even though I'm not there. Mm -hmm. And I definitely um, read the email, but I make sure that I don't respond and I, you know, respond on Monday and literally nobody has gotten mad. So from a, from a CEO, from a business owner perspective, like almost no one gets mad about your boundaries.
0: No, we make up the stories. Yeah, we make up those stories in our head of like, oh, this is going to upset them. But really, you know, especially in your case, you know, and all of my clients cases, their clients are business owners, you know, so they understand to a certain extent, like, yeah, we do have to have boundaries in place. And oftentimes I find that clients go, oh, that's great. I should do that in my business as well. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I have. And, you know, I have I just onboarded a client. She's very open about the fact that she they don't work Fridays. They're a four day Mm -hmm. work week. And, you know, they don't expect me to necessarily not respond and do things on Fridays because I'm a contractor and it's my prerogative. Um, But it's kind of nice because I know that I have at least one client who isn't going to expect anything on a Friday unless something crazy happens, you know? So it's just when you respect everybody else's boundaries, I feel like it's, it just is so much easier. Okay. So for those business owners who are listening and are like, man, that sounds really great. How do I get from, how do I manage my time when I'm feeling overwhelmed and get to a place where I can erect some of those boundaries? Well, I think it's important to know that everybody gets
0: overwhelmed from time to time. Like I get overwhelmed from time to time. And I think what helps me and I think helps a lot of business owners is to, um, Stop looking at all the things you need to do. Right. And focus in on what is the most critical thing for me to do right now. And that's the only thing I'm going to worry about today. And so that's an immediate like release the overwhelm. When you're thinking long term, I think it's important to look at your overall big to do list and start eliminating things that aren't critical to your business. And once you stop seeing those on your plate, you're gonna get less Mm -hmm. overwhelmed and be able to kind of plan out how long do each of these critical items, do I expect those to take and start mapping those out on a calendar. Um, Try time blocking, try, um, you know, the blocking out specific hours of the day, days of the week, whatever works for you. Do some experimentation there, but I think I think it's important first to eliminate all the things that don't actually have to get done for your business to continue to run, right? Client works up front, managing your business is up front, but honestly, like marketing is very important, but it can be set on the back burner if you need to, depending on the situation.
1: You know, I mean, like that is we'll one talk thing. about that offline. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, No, that's why you get a partner (laughs) to take care of it for you. Right, um. right. Yeah, outsourcing (laughs) is awesome if you can do that. But until then, (laughs) there
0: are certain things that won't devastate your business. You know, posting five days a week um, and taking it back to two just to give yourself some breathing room isn't going to kill your business.
1: Right, right, exactly. Like, maybe don't kill your major consistency, but... Look at where you can give yourself a little bit of grace. Mm -hmm. Um, I have had in my schedule, just for instance, to record a reel um, every like week for the last three weeks and zero have gotten done. And that's okay. Yep. Because I've been a little bit overwhelmed with client work. And so, you know, you have to, you do, you have to sort of prioritize like, okay, what has to happen right now? Mm -hmm. And, you know, you start with the, I think the biggest thing that most of us put on the back burner are are our own businesses. Yep. hundred percent every single time. And it's so easy to do. And as long as you don't just leave it there in the back burner, I feel like it's okay to like take a breather from it and examine the pieces that you can, you know, get some relief from. Um, So... If you were like that tired business owner, for instance, and you needed just to have, you needed to relieve some kind of pressure, like right now, what, where would you tell them to start? Uh, Oh gosh. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I emailed you this question. So (laughs)
0: Uh, when, so if it's possible to outsource, look at that because that's going to relieve pressure over and over and over um, immediately too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Even if it's just mental, honestly, like I, we hadn't even started working together. I just paid Aaron the deposit. I just scheduled the call with Aaron and I was like, Oh my God, I feel so much better. And then I paid <laughs> yes. the deposit. I'm like, Oh, I feel so much better. And like, we hadn't done anything yet. It was yep. just a mental thing because I knew help was coming. Yep. Yeah. that'll that That's
0: huge. And then again, like really just be brutal with your to-do list. get rid of anything that doesn't have to happen this week and you're gonna feel better immediately.
1: yeah, no, I love that. um so but there's I think it's from I know it's in like the full focus planner or something like that where you sit down and you write down like your five, your three rocks, your pebbles, that kind of mentality. And so yeah. for me, um I don't really differentiate between, small needs and big needs very well because something to me could be a big rock even though it's like not like Mm -hmm. calling a bank that is a big rock even though I know it will take 10 minutes of my time because I don't like getting on the phone and talking to human beings um other than right now you know yep 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 (laughs) (laughs) um but so like that kind of stuff so what I do is just I journal every morning, actually I do this the day before, as I'm finishing my day, mm-hmm. I write down the five things that I know I need to do the next day, like the top five things. And there's a lot of times not all five things get done. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's times when one thing gets done because clients email and mess the idea up and they email <laughs> in, you know, projects that are like, oh, this is broken. Please, please go fix it. Oops. Yep. My bad. But I mean, that's the thing you and learning to give yourself grace, I think with that, because I literally yeah. sat last night and did my, looked at my, looked at my five and I was like, okay, well, I mean, four out of five is not bad. Four out of five is a really good day for me. Like, and, and understanding that every day is a new day. I mean, it's a mental, it's all a mental game. I feel
0: right. And that's a great technique. I've heard the top three a day or top. Um, I've also heard top five a week. Um, but when you have client work, especially things that pop up on a regular basis, I would make that one of your three or five is just a okay. block for client work.
1: Why, why, this is why I hired her, by the way, because she's like, um, Marisa, you're doing it wrong.
0: No, you're not, <laughs> but it's going to make you feel better instead of at the end of the day going, I didn't True. hit them all. You know, one of those
1: was a client called, yeah, yeah. Oh, they know better than to call me. I have a, well, well, a couple that they all email. They know better. But it's um, funny that you
0: talk about those little things like the bank call, because somebody I found on social media calls that her needle list. And it's all these little tiny things that add up and make you overwhelmed. And so she she starts a list of all those things that I don't want to do, but I know they're going to take less than 30 minutes. Oh, and yeah. she picks one morning and she goes, I'm going to tackle this list. And that's all I'm going to do is all these little things. And I'm going to check them off. And I'm going to feel so much better when they're done.
1: I love that. I love that because honestly that is like the majority of my overwhelm comes not from the things that are big Mm -hmm. um you know I have so for instance today my afternoon is blocked out for a new my new client that I'm learning their website it's similar tech stack totally different execution method which is fun for me and um you know and we're creating a new section for a page and a whole new page and it's all due, like both projects are due next Monday. And they're they are the nicest client ever, just at all. But, you know, knowing that, hey, okay, hey, I need to get these things done. And so I had to schedule a focus time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's a big thing. But what's funny is it's those little needle things that I'm like, oh, I need to do this. And it gets in the way yep. of those. And that causes me more overwhelm than the giant project that should be stressing me out.
0: Right.
1: (laughs) Same. Same. Yeah. And it's always stupid stuff. Like I have to mail a check today too. And uh, that is literally just walking out to my mailbox. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's all, it's all, it's all really dumb, (laughs) really dumb stuff. I I like that idea though of knocking that out kind of the first, the first thing in the morning or the first part of the week or just Mm -hmm. scheduling all that one at once. Cause yeah, you do always feel so much better.
0: Yep. You do. Yeah.
1: Um, so If somebody were to hire an OBM like yourself, Mm -hmm. I know you work primarily with web designers, but if somebody were to bring an OPM, an OBM, OPM, Mm -hmm. an OBM on, um, I have a little bit of a cold still, where the claim is that. How long do you think, like with you know, improving your processes and and getting some of those things under control, how long do you think you generally see it takes before business owners start feeling relief?
0: It should be in the first month that relief is felt, you know, I, you know, I think for myself is, yes, I'm going to come in. And once I start talking to the business owner, I'm going to think of all these great long term things that we can do. That's Um, accurate. But the big thing is to look at that list and say, okay, what is the thing that's causing the most tension, the most friction that we can just knock out right away and make everybody feel better. And then we can start working down the to-do list. So Yeah. yeah, absolutely. If you hire an OBM, you should get relief that first month.
1: Yeah, and see, that's the thing that's amazing, like, and I don't know if Erin has, technically speaking, like, done all of these massive things, but all these little things, all these needles, like, and she's gone through and revolutionized my ClickUp, and, you know, we've set up a CRM, like, she's done, when you look at it, she's done these massive things, but they've, the relief was, like I said, was almost instantaneous, even with the smallest of tweaks, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and getting used to changing some things. And, and like, I have to, you know, we have, we have some new processes that we're implementing that will give me more relief. Like it's continual. It's not just an instant. Absolutely. And then, you know, yeah. it's, it's adding on all the time too, which I think is nice. When I think, I, I don't
0: know if every OBM does this, but the 90 day plan that we sit down and, and go through having that, even knowing that things are coming can make you feel relief and say, Oh yeah, like this'll be great this month. And that'll be great the next month. And it just makes you feel better to have a plan. Honestly, it's, yeah. it's oh. a pain to create sometimes. right. But it's, it's nice to
1: have one. <laughs> 100%. I know. I don't know how many times, like I have sat down and I've said, okay, yeah, I'm totally going to do this. And um, then I don't do it because because i get scared or because of something else that's happening like and that's where i feel like having that second person come in if you're more creative brained mm-hmm. especially um but having that second it's not even even the most logical most organized people like having somebody else look at your processes from the unbiased outside of the vision scope like i feel like you have a totally different viewpoint than i do because of that because there's a little bit of disconnect there where you can see things that I can't see does that make sense oh absolutely yeah anyone that's not like
0: right inside the business because when you're in the business your business you're so right it's so close like (laughs) you need somebody else
1: for the trees (laughs) right
0: yeah you need somebody else to be like all right let's step back with me and and ask those questions that you're gonna you know, cause I don't know your business when I first start working with you. So I have to ask all of these questions and, and look at all of your systems, which will bring up more questions. So you as the business owner start thinking about, well, why did I set it up that way? Like, was there a reason or not, or, you know, and so together with all of those questions and investigations, we're going to identify, you know, things we can improve things that are working great things, you know, that we want to do together. Um, and, and yeah, make all those improvements.
1: Yeah, no. And that's what's, that's, what's great. And it really just having somebody there to help you. I mean, just the, the decrease in the stress, that's the big thing for me. Um, I would literally pay Erin every month just to talk me through my insanity, (laughs) (laughs) but the fact that she's actually going through and like doing the things too, that I don't want to do. And I had an eye-opening moment. Like, it's so funny. I had an eye-opening moment. Sunday, I was working through some stuff and I was going to go create a bunch of stuff and click up. And I was like, I have Aaron. I can just ask Aaron to do this. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Like it's that eye opening moment of realizing I don't have to do it all. And I can, I can take a little bit of a break. Um, and if I just put this down she created a brain dump list where I can just throw like a whole bunch of ideas that often happens when I'm literally, when I'm walking the dog. Yeah. Um, and, and she makes me go back through it and I, I totally forgot and I even put it there like, <laughs> like okay what is yeah. this I'm like hmm. um let me think <laughs> you know and it's just helping me even I feel like it's helping me take better notes it's helping me think through things a little bit longer um that I know are going to come up and so yeah like having those processes in place and even just some really simple ones It's amazing what it feels like it's done for me and my business. It doesn't mean I don't get overwhelmed, but it makes that all a whole lot easier to handle when I do. Absolutely. Yeah, you have a way to process that overwhelm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And even like, so I got sick with a sinus infection over the last few days which is why I sound so lovely. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like Phoebe on friends, like hopefully it's made my voice better. Um, (laughs) it's sounding a lot better, honestly. (laughs) Oh, that's good. Cause she heard me yesterday and it was like, (laughs) um, but you know, we, I was sick and I really couldn't work. Thursday was rough. I couldn't work most of a Friday. I sent necessary emails but I also knew that things were still getting done because I had the processes in place. I knew that my clients were okay because I had the processes in place and I had help. So I knew if I needed anything done right then, I could have texted Nicole or texted Aaron and, and had that started mm-hmm. and not just been like, well, I'm sick, I can't help you.
0: Right, you your know? business doesn't have to shut down just because you need a break.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, which... um <laughs> my boyfriend keeps telling me to. <laughs> he's like no. you know that you could like take a couple days off yeah his his reaction to me getting sick was oh no you had to relax for like two or three days and not stress out that's so sad for you
0: and that's not the ideal way to take a break
1: <laughs> no I would prefer not to do it when I'm sick but it always happens yep <laughs> No, well, awesome. Well, thank you so much, Erin, for coming on. Um, I don't want to bore everybody to tears with our, our banter back and forth, which we definitely can have. Um, <laughs> our, we have team meetings on Mondays, where we check in the three of us. And I don't think we get like, they're supposed to be 30 minutes. Do we ever get out in 30 minutes? Very, like sometimes? Rarely. Yeah, pretty pretty rarely. But it's, yeah, it's not work
0: stuff. We could no. probably do all the work stuff in like 10 minutes.
1: We could easily. <laughs> then sometimes it is Nicole and I geeking out back and forth because she also likes the Marvel stuff. But a lot of times it's all three of us just sharing random stories from the mm-hmm. weekend. And and it was, it, which is nice too, but it's just, yeah, we can chat all day. But um, if you guys have any questions about OBM services, about processes, about how they can... Um, You know, just get some relief in their business. Where can people contact you? Yeah, Instagram is where I'm most active, so you can find me there at Luna Mae
0: Strategy. Um, How do you spell?
1: How do you spell Luna Mae? Just so people. L U N I M A E. Strategy. I don't think I've actually asked you where did that name come from.
0: Yeah, so it's a it's a made up name. I made it up. Um, so the Luna part is a combination of like moon or light illumination. Mm-hmm. Um, and that may actually comes from an old English word man that I shortened, which means intent or purpose. So it's really about me helping clarify and finding purpose um, for business owners and myself.
1: I love that so much. Everyone always asks me where where Captain Coder come from? It's like, um, I like like Captain America. So people nicknamed me that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yours is way better, more thought out. (laughs) I love it. Well, awesome. Well, yeah, get in touch with Erin. I'm sure she'll be happy to answer any questions. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you guys have any other questions, everything's going to be linked in today's show notes. So you can jump there and, Thank you so much, Erin, for coming on the show today.
0: Thank you so much for having me. I feel very honored to be the first guest. <laughs> oh,
1: well, thank you. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. So. Yeah. Thank you all for tuning in to our show this week to catch more Captain Coder. You can subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast app. Now, if you have any questions or you want to learn more about digital marketing and how it can help grow your online business, follow us on Instagram at Captain Coder or visit us online at captcoder.com. Can't wait to talk to you all again next week.